The idea that no one is looking at the model presented by Mayor Rudy Giuliani in New York, which was very simple. If you throw a rock, you're arrested. If you throw a bottle, you're arrested. And all of a sudden, New York was, and it literally was almost overnight, New York became safe. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. Now, a talk show like no other on radio. Commentaries on today's events. Historical reflections that will give new perspectives to the black community, as well as to the entire Metro Detroit community. Joshua's Trail with Elder Levon Yule. Greetings, here we go one more time down Freedom's Highway. On a talk show like none other, Joshua's Trail, black conservative talk, coming from a Judeo-Christian perspective, looking at life through the lens of Scripture. I I say that I don't say that just haphazardly. I understand what I'm saying when I say look at life through the lens of Scripture. And I don't want to insult many of you out there today, but even the average Christian does not look at life through the lens of Scripture. We look at life through the lens of the philosophical standards of the day. Uh, One of my verses that I have quoted so often at our little assembly is in the book of Colossians, I think the second chapter and the ninth verse. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of the world and not after Christ. I'm pretty close. I think I missed one word, rudiments of this world. And so what Joshua's trail is about, we, as I say, every now and then Joshua was motivated uh, to seek God's help because they were losing battles that they shouldn't have been losing. And God reminded Joshua that you forgot your calling. You were not to be like everybody else. You're supposed to be different and represent God. And consequently, because you forgot uh, your calling, you've suffered some defeats. I think that's where we are in America today, that we have forgotten our mandate from God as to who we were to be. And so today I'm jumping right into the program, uh, looking at life through the lens of Scripture. As I say, I'm I'm not an extension of Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, Michael Savage, uh, you know, uh, all the Laura Ingram or Inger, whatever. We, we, we look at things from a different perspective. And today I'm going to do a little th- something today uh, that is most certainly uh, something that we have done in bits and pieces. But the warning ignored, uh, the warning ignored, the warning ignored. That's what I'm going to talk about at the start of the program. It's going to be a little lengthy introduction uh, today, but uh, it's something that the founding fathers redundantly said to us, but we ignored their warning. And, and hopefully, oh, we're going to get into our agenda. You know, uh, the battle goes on. The church is under attack. Uh, if, if Christianity is killed in America, America is dead and Illinois, uh, the governor signed something now, taking away Christians' rights. Uh, Michelle, uh, the White House, uh, it wasn't all slaves or even exclusive slaves that built it. We'll get to that. Democrats uh, continue to distort the truth about history. Uh, two Democrats, they gave the Democrats credit for something they should not have gotten credit for. Nigeria, uh, the number of Christians killed there already uh, equals the number killed uh, the, 
in the whole year of 2015. Uh, Baltimore prosecutor uh, drops police charges. Uh, That's on my list because of the judge who was the one that uh, dropped the charges. And also, you know, I've been dealing with from a personal perspective, my grandson's car. So the saga of grandson's car, I'm I'm going to read the sales agreement that this uh, naively signed. But uh, the thing that caught me uh, in this contract, uh, I got a copy of it, all sales final. And right under all sales final, it says, congratulations, special price reduction. (laughs) Congratulations, Special price reduction. Uh, it is very, very interesting. And so uh, we, 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 we're we going to talk about that might be in by the time we get to it will be the second half because I'm going to introduce this theme today, the warning ignored, the warning. You were warned not to do it, but warning ignored. We've ignored it in America. Now we pay a great price. So, uh, Germany has some of the world's strictest gun control. Judge Roy Moore, he's taken a... Uh, just another great stand, and there, there's possibly going to be consequences and vindicated some uh, court decisions in reference to the pro-life community. And as we get into it, uh, hopefully you stick with us and ride down Freedom's Highway. Uh, hope to hear from you. From Again, you're listening to The Patriot. And I can't turn away the news. Drop the news talk, but uh, it's really the Patriot. WDTK 1400 on the AM dial. Twitter, you can go twitter.com slash news talk 1400. The Patriot, or let's see, facebook.com slash the Patriot Detroit. Hey, you all over the web and uh, different uh, avenues of listening, you can get a talk show like none other. Joshua's Trail. So keep it in mind, and Milt's Way has been for a long time, and the solid one is over there in his spot. I could doze coming today because I wasn't driving. All right, the warning ignored. And, and, and as I said, I'm going to take a little time doing this today, so you just have to bear with me and understand what I'm trying to say. The warning ignored, the Bible and American education. I'm reading this from the Patriot Bible, a great Bible. A lot of us have the Patriot Bible. Dr. Uh, Richard Lee is the founding pastor of the First Redeeming Church located in metropolitan Atlanta, and he's accredited with giving us this tremendous work, a a gentleman that uh, most certainly has some very impressive academic uh, credentials, and he did a tremendous work here on this Bible. And one segment of the Bible is dedicated to the Bible and American education. I'm going to start. It's going to take a little bit, but I want you to stick with me on this one. 1-800-923-9385. Right, right out of the book now, here we go. The book of Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The American founders certainly understood this truth and from the beginning stressed the relationship between a sound education based upon biblical absolutes and the future of the nation. That's a powerful end of that paragraph. They understood between a sound education based upon biblical absolutes and the future of the nation. They knew they were inseparable. In 1776, the future president, John Adams, said, statesmen may plan and speculate for liberty, but it is religion and morality alone 
which can establish the principles upon which freedom can securely stand. That mindset was widely held among the founders who helped shape the political, educational, and legal foundation of the new nation. Men such as Daniel Webster, Benjamin Franklin, Benjamin Rush, Samuel Adams, and George Washington echoed the same sentiment, believing that the strength of the republic was dependent upon the morality of her people and that religion must undergird it. They uh, saw education of young minds being at the heart of it. The heart of this nation was the education of their young people. Not surprisingly, most of the Americas, not surprisingly, most of America's oldest universities were started by preachers and churches. Harvard, William and Mary, Yale, Princeton, King College, Brown, Rutledge, Dartmouth were all founded by Christian preachers and church affiliations. Harvard University, for example, which was founded in 1636 by the Puritans, adopted the rules and precepts of the university that stated every student being plainly instructed and earnestly pressed to consider well, the main end of his life and study is to know God and Jesus Christ, which is eternal life, and therefore lay Christ at the bottom as the only foundation of all sound knowledge and learning. Even Harvard's original seal, which can be seen etched in the walls of the campus today, state upon it these words, truth for Christ and the church. Yale College was established in 1701 with a stated goal that every student shall consider the main end of his study to wit to know God in Jesus Christ and answerably to lead a godly, sober life. The College of William and Mary was founded in 1693 to supply the Church of Virginia with a seminary of ministers that the Christian faith might be passed out or passed around or promulgated. And King George's, no, uh, King's College, rather King's College, known today as Columbia University, proposed to inculcate upon the students' tender mind the great principles of Christianity and morality. Princeton has, as one of its founding statements, curse to all learning that is contrary to the cross of Christ. In colonial America, in addition to the Bible and the Bay Psalms book, the first textbook for children, the New England Primer taught the ABCs by children memorizing basic biblical truths and lessons about life. In Adam falls, we all sin. B, heaven to be found, the Bible mind. C, Christ crucified for sinners, and so on. Included in the primer were the names of Old and New Testament books, the Lord's Prayer, the Apostles' Creed, the Ten Commandments, the Westminster Assembly's Shorter Catechism, and uh, John Cotton's Spiritual Milk for American Babes. The primer was the second best-selling book in American colonies except for the Bible. And uh, I go on. And uh, in 1836, Noah Webster, often called the father of American education, expressed the purpose of schools was meant for the advancement of the Christian faith. 
In my view, the Christian religion is the most important and one of the first things in which all children under a free government ought to be instructed. No truth is more evident in my mind than the Christian religion must be the basis of any government intended to secure the rights and privileges of free people. Unfortunately, in time, a philosophical shift took place in America, and the biblical principle for education was slowly eroded and abandoned. With sad and tragic consequences, they continued to unfold. John Dewey, known as the architect of modern education, said, There is no God, and there is no soul. Hence, there is no need for moral standards, uh, rather for the props of traditional religion. Let me read that correctly. The architect of modern education said, There is no God, and there is no soul. Hence, there is no need for the props of traditional religion. The props have been knocked away, and the loss of moral standards has opened the door to untold numbers of unwanted teen pregnancies, abortion, drug abuse, alcoholism, violence, and suicide. If we believe that the founders were correct in asserting that America would fall. Now, this is a powerful paragraph after all I've read. I'm talking today about the forgotten warning. If we believe that the founding fathers were correct in asserting that America would fall if it lost its religious foundations, it is primarily incumbent upon Christian believers to reaffirm the reclaim our Christian educational heritage with the same passion and commitment of the founders. There are many ways and many levels in which to uh, instigate change. And I'm reading uh, again our theme, opening theme for Joshua's Trail today is the forgotten warning. The forgotten warning. Uh, we, we see it everywhere. Governor Sam Adams explained, it has been observed that education has a greater influence on manners than human law can have. A virtuous education is culcated to reach and influence the heart and to pre uh, prevent crimes. Such an education, which leads to youth beyond mere outside show, will impress their minds with a profound reverence of deity. It will excite uh, uh, in them a just uh, regard to divine revelation. There again, Samuel Adams, one of the founding fathers, they, they repeatedly, repeatedly and over and over again told us uh, what would happen if we walked away from our foundation. I'm talking today in our opening uh, theme about uh, if we put Benjamin Rush, uh, the sign of the Declaration of Independence, and the first founder, father, uh, uh, to call for free public schools. He said the founding, the only foundation for a useful education in a republic is to be laid in religion. Without this, there can be no virtue. Without virtue, there can be no liberty. The only means of establishing and perpetuating our republican form of government is the universal education of youth in the principles of Christianity by the means of the Bible. Mm. For this divine book, above all others, favors respect for the law. Without religion, I believe that learning does real mischief to the morals and the principles of mankind. America's To Pray or Not to Pray by David Barton. The forgotten, the forgotten, the ignored, the ignored admonition of the fathers. And they said, if we forgot religion, what we'd do. So what we heard in our Patriot Bible was, remember, John Dewey, 
Let's read a little about John Dewey today. Dewey was uh, especially influential as the atheist philosopher or progressive education. He sought the reconstruction of society through education in which children discover knowledge for themselves without the restraints of the classical or Christian education. Dewey believed neither the Judeo-Christian biblical worldview nor the study of metaphysics could provide legitimate moral or social values. Through secular scientific uh, reasoning, Dewey and other progressives shift education from the classical biblical curriculum to one that emphasized social studies and a more socialist collectivism system to socialize the children. He was obsessed with the collectivism or the group. he taught you can't make uh, socialism out of an individual, individualist. Children who know how to think for themselves spoil the harmony. So Mr. Mm. Dewey said, we have got to corrupt the minds of the children and destroy their ability to think. Mm. Another great book we read, Revolution and Education. Reverend uh, Rush was Rush Dun Dunapony. That's quite a name he's got there. But anyway, documents all of this in his book, The Messianic uh, Character of American Education. By providing insightful biographical studies of the major individuals who transformed America's education from a God-centered origin origin to its present atheistic humanist philosophy. He explains that the lives of such luminaries in the uh, group of public educator, educators as Horace Mann, uh, Henry Bernard, Nicholas Mary Butler, but then here we come, John Dewey and others. All of these educators had one thing in common. They rejected Christ as the true Messiah and created a new Messiah vision based on science, evolution, philosophy, and the chief apostle of which was uh, Darwin, Marx, and Freud. And a reduced reading of this book alone should convince any Christian that America's secular education institutions are primarily the cause of the nation's moral and spiritual decline and aided and abetted, and this is powerful, and aided and abetted uh, entertainment industry. That is why the exodus of Christians from the institutions of the creation of the new God-centered institutions is imperative. He said, get Christ- Christians have got to take a stand and understand. Just a, just one or two more, and I p- put my theme today. And I know I usually don't take this much time, but I really wanted to document what some individuals have profoundly tried to warn us in America about, and we ignored the warning. And, and there's not many commentators going to take this much time, but this is Joshua's trail, and I, I want to share this with you today. It was burning on the altar of my heart, as we say at church. All right, one more, one more book, the Abandonment Theology. Uh, this is an anti-God cancer of relative morality, moral standards, has had an impact on all of life in America as planted its and it has planted its roots deep into our schools and educational systems. In the early 1920s, Dr. John Dewey, professor at Columbia University and founder of the American Humanist Association, 
introduced the concept term progressive education, which spread throughout our nation's public school system, that hell, there is no God and there is no soul. Hence, there are no needs for the props of traditional religion. With dogma and creeds excluded, then immutable truths is also dead and buried. There is no room for fixed natural law or moral absolutes. All of this, all of this by individuals set upon trying to destroy the United States of America. You have people who are their cohorts. I have one more, one more quote I want to uh, share with you, and it is chilling. So, so where, where are we now in the educational system of America? Here, here, here's a good example of where we are in America. Elsewhere in Godless, Coulter gives us an additional horrifying insight into the view of Peter Singer, uh, tendered uh, professor of bi- bioethics at Princeton, uh, Princeton's <laughs> laughable misnamed Center for Human Values. An outspoken advocate of abortion, we have already seen that Singer believes that parents should have the right to kill their severely handicapped child up to and including age of two. But as um, Coulter tells it, there is more, far more, to the thought progressives that have shaped man's worldview in our school system. In his book, uh, Practical Ethics, uh, Coulter writes, Singer explains that life of the fetus is of no greater value than the life of a non-human animal mm-hmm. at similar levels of uh, 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 its development. And he rationalizes to kill a human is no different uh, than to kill a child at a certain age. All of this I'm saying is that in America, we now have a school system that's diametrically opposed to Christian values. The NEA, one of the strong arms of John Dewey, who was an honorary chair, all said we must separate the child from its religion and from the influence of God parents who would hold to Judeo-Christian values. So when I'm talking, and I know I'm, I'm passionate about this, because every day we are sending our children to school systems. The NEA supports pornography. They put support, let me correct that, let abortion, same-sex marriage, transgenderism, godless, uh, ridding our children's mind of God. We have educated teachers to undermine the Christian faith of our children. So what we have now every day the great, we send our children to one of, if not the greatest enemy of the Christian church, that America's public education system that laughs at God, denigrates everything godly. And even though there are Christian teachers in the system, that does not negate the fact that we are now embracing in America one of the greatest enemies to the Judeo-Christian faith. And we have forgotten the warning of the founding fathers that said, if you forget God, if you allow individuals, and I know you don't get much emphasis made on this. I was listening even to one of the conservative talk shows the other day, and they were talking about the greatest problems of America and the seven things that one of the candidates had to deal with, and not one of them dealt with what the founding fathers told us to repeatedly deal with is never, never let anybody steal your educational system, because if you do, America is doomed. So here we are, 2016, desperately looking for a savior, 
But we forgot the warnings of the founding fathers that said, if you forget God and give your children to the enemy, you destroy the nation. So, 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 so as I conclude, so as I conclude on this that I feel so strongly about today, that every day we send our children, most children, when they, when they, when they come out of the traditional college, most of them no longer value the religion of their pastor. I had a parishioner that stood up and testified a few weeks ago. He said, I spent thousands of dollars to educate my two sons. And both of them have now told me they don't embrace the Christian faith or believe like I believe. So what would it profit a nation to think they've gained the whole world and lose its soul? And, and, and I responded that I, I, I said to someone, uh, you know, having a d- degree from Princeton and Harvard and Yale now is like having the stamp approval of Satan himself. Schools that now have sex weeks where orgies are performed, where strippers come in and pass their bodies around. Schools that were created to honor God and worship Jesus Christ and instill in our children an extension of who we were now has become our greatest enemy. What, what, what is the response? What do you think we should do? Had you even thought in those sobering terms? Had, had you really grabbed hold of, no matter which candidate is president, if you're destroying, they, 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 you're sending them out to a mill. And most parents, you, you know, you don't go up to the school and check on the curriculum. You don't, you don't know what your, your, your kids are being undermined. And in so many insidious ways, they're taught to question the preacher, question the Bible, question this, question that, and, and never a word of reaffirmation because now Jesus is barred at the school doors of America ever since 1962. In 1940 and 1950, America had the number one school system in the world. 19, I just read it the other day. 1940 to 1950, we were number one. I pulled up some of the material I have uh, compiled over the last years. And in 1998, a few years after you threw God out of the schools, 30 years, you are now number one. No, no you're at the bottom, <laughs> at the bottom of the list. So, all right, I'm through uh, almost a whole half an hour, but I'm passionate about it. Uh the warning ignored. What, what do you think now? Uh, Washington, D.C., 1260 WRC. Welcome. Hey, WRC. And nine, 1400, rather, here in Michigan and all over the Internet world. What do you say as a parent? What, what should we at this time in America's history do? Uh, when you send your kids and you know that our educational system is now diametrically dedicated to destroying what the founding fathers said is the very foundation of the nation. What do we do? We're going we're gonna to have some logically speaking. Then I'm going to go to the phones when I come back. We want to talk about this for just a little while because this is life and death. I don't care who's in the White House. If your s- system of education is coming, I didn't, I, listen, I could have bought 20 books in to reaffirm whatever. Dr. D.J. Kennedy has wrote, written tremendous books on this subject. And many educators, I've got, you know, David Barton here, Dr. Jake Jacobs, I've got uh, Dr. Carl Fed and, and Samuel Bloomfield, and just a fraction of the, the, the Patriot Bible. They've all told us uh, 
<laughs> I got a DC caller said that's a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah, but hey, that's my passion. That's my heart. This is Joshua's Trail. Hey, we come from a different perspective, looking at life through the lens of Scripture, logically speaking. And right after that, we're going to the phones. Washington, DC, you'll be number one. Hold on. Hello, I'm Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored. Pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. On Sunday, July 31, 2016, I went to see Dinesh D'Souza's documentary, Hillary's America, the movie, which highlights the evil deeds of the Democrat Party and the mendacious activities of Hillary Clinton. To those who listen to Reverend Yule, the host of the radio program Joshua's Trail, the movie will be a deja vu experience which validates what he has been saying for over 10 years. One of the most insightful segments in the documentary was about Saul Alinsky, the maniacal community organizer whose evil Hillary Clinton embraced and President Obama has adopted. Hillary and Obama worships Alinsky's philosophy on how to destroy and nullify opposition with the strategy of pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. In Hillary's America, the movie, Mr. D'Souza chronicles the despicable evils implanted in the Democrat Party, and with indisputable evidence, he verifies their legacy of slavery, segregation, Jim Crowism, the Ku Klux Klan, and planned racial animus. Hillary Clinton, a political lover of Saul Alinsky, has picked Donald Trump as a target. And with comrades and Republican turncoats, she is determined to destroy Trump by polarizing his supporters and personalizing him as unstable and the enemy of blacks, illegal immigrants, Muslims, and women. Hillary's polarization tactics are procedural evils. A glaring example was the performance by a Muslim named Khan, who spoke in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at the Democrat-Communist coronation of Zarina Hillary for president. And true to his assignment, Mr. Khan did a Khan job on uninformed Americans as he held up a constitution and denounced Mr. Trump for allegedly disrespecting his son who was killed in Iraq over 10 years ago. Anyone familiar with Islam know that Muslims believe the constitution is subordinate to Sharia law and under their law of Taqiyya, lying to non-Muslims is permitted. Mr. Khan, a member of the Muslim Brotherhood and acquainted with Hillary, implemented her orders to target Mr. Trump as anti-Muslim with respect for grieving parents whose son is called a hero. However, Patricia Smith, who spoke at the Republican convention and exposed Hillary as a liar for blaming her son's death on a video, has received little media attention and her son is not called a hero. Hillary has vowed to continue Obama's pro-Muslim, anti-Christian agendas and appoint fascists to the Supreme Court and support anti-American anarchists like Black Lives Matter. 
In the documentary, Hillary's America, it is stated that Hillary's ultimate target is control of America, and she will personalize and eliminate anyone in her way, especially anyone who put America first, as Donald Trump is endeavoring to do. As national events unfold, remember Saul Alinsky's radical rule number 13. Pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. I am Milt, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, think about it. You know, when I was in school, we used to sing it something like this. Listen here. Watch that guy. We, we, we hey, you listen to Brother Lee, Joshua's Trail, talk show like none other. We gave you a challenge about our faith today. One more founding father, Noah Webster. In my view, the Christian, I might have read this, but this is another book. In my view, Christian religion is the most important one of the first things in which all children under a free government ought to be instructed. Everybody. So, so the solution today, what do you think? Uh, one. Eight hundred nine two three nine three eight five one one eight hundred nine two three nine three eight five. Got a clear line so you can get in. Hey, is this Jerome in Washington D.C.? Welcome to Joshua's Trail. Man, I almost had to pull the car over and wipe tears from my eyes listening to that. Oh, that's one of the best openings to any talk show that I've ever heard. Man. Yes, Thank you. And I just, I just had to tell y'all that. That's some important information. I'm old enough to remember when you prayed in school every yes. morning. Yes. And I, I remember what happened after prayer was taken out of Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, how everything just seemed to just deteriorate over the next decade or, or two or three. The last 40 years. We are. Yep. That's right. <laughs> and now here we are. In a, in living in an age where people think that it's all right mm-hmm. to remove a child from what should be the safest place, yes, his yes. mama's or her mom's womb, yes, mm-hmm. and if if the abortion isn't performed correctly, yep. to bring another person in to kill that child, yes. while he's laying on the table exactly. crying. And begging for some comfort. Yeah. Forty years later, this is what taken. There's a tremendous book thrown out by uh, uh, David Barton, and uh, it's out of print, but I think you can um, might, might be able to do, donate. I mean, download it. America to pray or not to pray. He has these astounding statistics of what has happened to America. Murder rate from 18 year olds to 13 year olds has gone up like 92 percent. You know, teenage pregnancy. Everything has the 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 thing has gone just totally off the chain, our educational system, our judicial system, education, all of it has been, there is empirical evidence, a preponderance of it, that shows what has happened to a nation who has ignored the warning of the founding fathers. Hey, thanks for sharing with us from D.C. today. 
Appreciate hearing from you. All righty. Hey, Danny, you've been there a while. How you doing, Danny? Good morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Okay, Danny. All right. And good morning, America. Hey, we're headed right now out to a security conference for churches. You know, a lot of people doers. They're yeah. targeting churches and soft targets. Yes. We're not going to be victims anymore. No. Detroit area churches are getting ready. So fair warning to evildoers, but that's not why I called. <laughs> I wanted to call because I've got an answer. I've got an answer to your first half hour, mm-hmm. to your monologue, and that is well, it's exactly what Milt is saying. I know you usually don't do movie reviews, but I saw the best movie of 2016 yesterday, mm-hmm. Still Reads America. Yeah. They documented what the Democrat Party has been. I didn't realize that they stole the land from the Indians for votes. <laughs> I didn't realize. So I learned something. But you got you got to go yourself. you got to take your kids. you got to take your friends. Take a liberal. But that's part of it is to educate and inform Americans. we got to do this. And let me tell you one other thing that we're doing at the Dearborn Covenant Church. Tomorrow, tomorrow we are launching Operation Repent and Revival. Amen. And what we're doing is we're challenging our church members every day from now till Election Day to pray. Mm-hmm. To pray for our country, to pray for godly leaders. You know, every great movement in our country started with revival. You yes, look at the yes. Declaration of Independence, yes. that was seated in a revival. You look at our freedom from slavery, that came in the Second Great Awakening. Yes, it did. What a great time it is. And so I just wanted to let you know there are answers, but people got to get off their chairs. they got to engage. they got to do something. And that's what we're going to do in Dearborn. Milk. Great, great commentary. In the words of our friend, our dear friend, Milk, you were right on, right on. <laughs> Thank you, Denny. Thank you. That's my guy, Joe Talley. All right. Thank you, Denny. Thank you. God Take- bless, guys. <laughs> Take care. Hey, one 800 Hey, the line's open now. Hey, we've got a few lines open. one Eight hundred nine two three nine three eight five. What are we gonna do? Uh, how how do we? What do you say? How do you respond to the educational system? What what does America do? Does she keep sending her children? Uh, you know what do? Where's the voice? Who's fighting for the life of our nation? Who's fighting back? Who is concerned? Who 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 thinks that the uh, Judeo moral principles? are paramount to the survival of the nation. Hey, you got an opportunity now. A few lines are cleared. 1-800-923-9385. Milt? Yeah, Brother Lee, I just want to uh, interject this before we get too far into the pro because You know how we do. We want to say something. We forget it. (laughs) But three weeks ago, uh, uh, one of our faithful listeners in Dearborn by the name of Tony, if you recall, he was going in for an operation. Yeah. Well, it came out successful. Wonderful. Glad to hear. And I just want to wish him well wishes. Yes, uh, yes. And keep up the good work and giving being you know his health because only God could bring him through. Amen. I mean, he Amen. put it in the hands of the doctor. Yes, for praying, Tony. Uh, and Tony, I uh, wish you well. That's in Dearborn. Wonderful, wonderful. Hey, Sue uh, Bradley, I believe it's Sue Brady or Sue Bradley. You were a contest winner a few weeks ago, and we wanted to send you a book, but. Uh, 
Apparently, we got your address, Bradley, I believe this is. Sue, oh, I shouldn't have called your whole name on the air, by the way. <laughs> but Kings, oh, Kingston, uh, uh, Kingston, Maryland, and we need your correct mailing address. If you happened to be listening today, uh, we'd like to hear from you. All right, Marcellus, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Is it Marcella? Uh, good morning, Brother Lee and uh, Milk. Yeah. Uh, my call, I do have a solution and a few words before that. Mm-hmm. My call was prompted by your interview with Wendy Day two weeks ago okay. on her report for the Republican Convention. Mm-hmm. The things that were not said were heard loud and clear. Mm-hmm. No one said they would support the Republican ticket, and no one stated the consequences if we do not. If the people that say they are conservative and want solutions to the schools and to all the other problems, if these people that say they are conservative do not vote, if they do a write-in, if they vote a third-party candidate, then those people are conscientiously facilitating the election of Hillary Clinton. These individuals will be voting for everything they and this radio program stand against. They are conscientiously voting for the Supreme Court to become liberal, Mm -hmm. for our gun rights to be severely Mm -hmm. curtailed, for late-term abortions to continue, the continued policy of illegal immigration, continuation of the refugee resettlement program, terrorism increasing, the schools further going away from God, common core taking place, and the continuation of globalism policies. This will lead uh, to Marcella, Marcella, uh, <laughs> that's quite a statement you're reading, but could, could you get that other part, too, because I got a full board. This will leave in America to our children and grandchildren and Ah, uh, she is making a statement. Tom in Reedsburg, Virginia, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Tom? Hello? Yeah, hi. We hear yeah. you, Tom. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to call up and talk about uh, these people taking over everything. Yeah. They take over the board of supervisors and the supervisors make the rule. And the state, Bloomberg, and all come in and support the governor's like the one in Virginia mm-hmm. and the attorney general. And when they wow. get those at each state, they control the state. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah. My big and God don't live in the church. He lives in the heart. Yes, he does. The only other thing I had to say was he talk about straightening it out. Somewhere it says, if you, you got to cut the head off of a snake to kill it. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by that? I mean by that. I mean all the people that are in power and leaders are mostly the evil part. Oh, yeah. they got to yeah. be gotten rid of. Yeah, if you're going to recapture, you gotta you got to go with those who stand for righteousness and goodness, et cetera. Hey, but thanks. you got to get, get the head people out. That's, that's saying. So. <laughs> got to do it. Got to rise if you could, Go ahead. If you try to kill a snake by cutting him up from the tail, you will never die. Mm-hmm. Got to get, gotta get gotta the head. Got to get the head. Got to take the evil leaders out of oh. operation. That's... You, you, you said a word. You're talking about leaders. That's that's the essence of it. And we got to find, and hey, stand behind those that stand up for the things of God. Thanks for your call. Uh, hey, this, that was at Reedsburg, Virginia. Now we're going to Washington, D.C. Lee, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Hey, Brother Lee. This is Lee. I live actually in Maryland, about 10 miles from the White House. I have been listening to you guys now for, I don't know, a year or so. Mm-hmm. Not able to do it every Saturday. Mm-hmm. I just love you guys to death. I, uh, I, I, I was your opening monologue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just fabulous. 
Um, I was wondering if there's any way that uh, you could, that I can get a transcript of that. Um, there's someone, uh, our web person, sometimes we're a little behind, but we're going to have it up on our website because uh, the transcript, you know, we're, we're not a, uh, a bunch of money group. So some oh, no, of the no, things, no, no, yeah. no, I know, I understand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, but you'll be able to, uh, it'll be downloaded uh, eventually on our website, this program. So uh, we can, um, uh, you'll be able to get it then. But uh, if someone out there wants to do, get it, I, I have a friend in uh, Lansing that sometimes transcribes uh, our broadcast. And maybe if, in fact, and he knows who I'm talking about, um, maybe if he could get that done or help facilitate it, then we can announce it and we can get it out. That'd be great. And that uh, that list that you did uh, about all the, um, it was a long list. I know a lot of it. I'm pretty good at amateur historian, but about all the things, including the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment, but all the other things that the Republicans did, you had a long list of that? Yes, yes. Is that on your website? Uh, no, but I should be. But if you call my office, we'll send you a copy of that. Uh, we'll okay. send you. Yeah, it's a, a four-page uh, glossy white information sheet, and we're more than happy to uh, send that out to our listeners. Can you throw the number to me? Uh, yeah, I'll give you the number right right when we hang up. I'll give you that number. Thank you, brother. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, DC's leading the band here today. One eight hundred nine two three nine three eight five. One eight hundred nine two three nine three. Eight five. Hey, the forgotten warning, the, the, the warning ignored. That's what we're talking about today. That what are we going to do, America? We're going to keep sending our kids uh, to an entity that's dedicated to destroying the Christian faith, which will ultimately destroy America. I, I, the question goes: How do we respond? What do we say? Who do we talk to? Uh, if the founding fathers warned us repeatedly, and I, I only read a fraction of the founding fathers that warned us then what what do we do what do we do hey our phone number our phone number our phone number is one uh 800-923-9385 that's the station's uh, offline number if you want to get the um, <clears throat> the four page glossy white historical piece on which party did what for black people, then we'll be more than happy to send it out to you. Case in point, uh, the history of um, black Americans is so distorted. And one of the classic examples of the Democrats perpetuating the lie about um, our history, Elijah Cummings. Yes. Uh, Elijah Cummings. Elijah. He, <laughs> he is That's one. That's a piece of work. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Elijah Cummings, who is... Um, uh, a Democrat, to say the least, a black Democrat, mm. he made a statement. Yes, it's our Democratic Party, civil rights and voting rights. And he said voting rights. All right. In all fairness, that's his speech. But someone said, well, he is, is he giving credit for the 15th Amendment to the Democratic Party? Uh, you know, it was well publicized. I went online today and Snoop, is it Milt Snoop? Snoop. 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 I always say Snoop. Like Snoop, because no. there's only one. 
one O in there. Snoops. And, Snoops. Uh, and Snoops or Snoop? Snoops. 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 I done got a mental block like on I it. Said, one of my mental blocks was Snoop. But yeah. all right, Snoop. Uh, uh, Elijah Cummings, uh, he gave the impression that it was the Democrats that was there for black folk. But no, the, it was the Democrats that was fighting to keep black folks slaves, that was on the side of, of um, fighting against all of the amendments. And I have right quickly, I, I've got my book. Again, David Barton has a great book, Setting, uh, Setting the Record Straight. Setting the Record Straight, America's History in Black and White. Turning the pages of this book. And it speaks to the 13th Amendment. Congress passed the amendment with a poster quickly issued to honor 137 members of Congress who voted for the 13th Amendment to end slavery. At the time of the vote, there were 118 Republicans in Congress and 82 Northern Democrats. Of the 118 Republicans, all 118 voted to abolish slavery. To some of you who don't know what abolish means, to end slavery. All 118 uh, in Congress voted to end slavery. Of the 82 Democrats, only 19 voted to end slavery. Only 23% of Democrats. That's just the 13th Amendment. Mm -hmm. When you get to, again, David Barton setting the record straight, uh, when it comes to the 14th and 15th Amendment, somebody ought to tell Elisha Cummins, not one Democrat voted to give black people the right to be citizens or the right to vote. Not one. Not one. According to David Barton and other resources in in the Senate, not one in the Senate, and I think one that said in both houses, not one Democrat. So when Elijah Cummings blessed yeah, this. Yeah. Can you read that again? Just what, what did he say, Brother Lee? So, okay. Because as you was reading, something crossed my mind. Brother okay. Lee. And, uh, you know, the Democrats yeah. have to be pathological sociopaths. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> now, when you read that again, Elijah Cummings said that he, the blacks did whatever. They, what did you say they did? Uh, it was our Democratic Party that pushed open the opportunities for me and millions of children across this great country. Mm -hmm. It was our party that fought for Head Start, which has been a classic, tragic failure, mm -hmm. by the way, Head Start. And good schools. Our schools are not. See, see these not, people. Where did he, what world do these people live in? That's school, what I said, brother. A school system that went from number one mm -hmm. to number 62 on the list mm -hmm. of industrialized nations. What they mean? Well, see, brother, that's part of that pathological uh, disease that is wrecking yes, the mind. Because yes. if he did all of that, why are they trying to save the African Americans? Huh? <laughs> Where they come in at? I mean, you know, it's, you it's, all this stuff. He come on, he say blacks and he freed blacks. Then all of a sudden they come up and start talking about they African Americans. Then you have people running around here talking about Black Lives Matter. Yeah, How come the African American life? You see what I'm yeah, saying, sorry, brother? Sorry, sorry and sad. Not the same thing. No, no. Hey, African American and black ain't the same thing. That's no. that rewrite that the Democrats are trying to put on us to make us think that they had nothing to do with yeah, slavery. Yeah, yeah. When, when they, they had were nothing to do with segregation. When they were number, they would led the band. They, they right. led. Let me finish this statement because mm. uh, he said that. Now, let me start. It was our Democratic Party that pushed open opportunities for me and millions of children across the country. Well, isn't it strange that under Reagan and Bush, the black middle class grew, and under Clinton, it shrunk. It, it, hey, the gains that were made during Reagan and Bush were lost mm -hmm. under Clinton. Mm -hmm. Hey, that was a great big article, a great big article in the news media. But let me finish Mr. Cummings' statement. Mm -hmm. I pick up a pa the next paragraph. And made college affordable, 
Do you know how many kids are dying in debt with, with, with college loans? I mean, this, 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 the cost to go to college, our kids are walking down that aisle with 30 and 40, 50 and 60 and $70,000 worth of debt. So what is he talking about? Uh, and this is under a liberal-dominated system. Well, you know, Brother Lee, Ali Obama and them took over the college loan now. Yeah, well. They took it over. Well, and, and they're tying strings to it. That brings up another thing about attack on our religious freedoms. The Obama administration is telling some Christian colleges, you're not going to be able to get certain kind of grants unless you acquiesce to promoting the homosexual lifestyle. That's who your Democrats are. Oh, yes. I listened to Michelle's speech, and, and in all honesty, you got the the girl got down, but she kept saying the word value, value, our value. I said, Michelle, define your values, because she was a great speaker. I mean, she put Hillary in the show. The woman can speak, and whether you, whether you, and God knows I don't like what she stands for, but you could not negate the fact. But she did not one time mention that their values meant sucking the babies of a live baby. It's Brains always out. generality. She bro. didn't mention, you know, that promoting a lifestyle that's three times more dangerous than cigarette smoking, the homosexual lifestyle. She didn't mention the fact that Christians are losing their businesses and jobs because of liberal values. Mm. Liberal values have destroyed Destroy our educational system. It's it's uh, well. Hey, got to get back to the phones because you can't get in if I don't do a few calls here. Hey, Joe in Detroit, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Then we're gonna get back to Elijah Cummings. <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, hello. How are you this morning, sir? Fine, sir. Uh, I'm I'm calling. Really, you were making that statement about the uh, Republican Party cons- uh, versing the uh, uh, Democratic Party about the. Uh, allowing the the slaves to be made free. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know, and I, I really would like to know, how can I get a copy of, of that statement so I may show it to my Republican, not my Republican, but Your my Democrat friend. There's a black lawyer by the name of Francis Wright that has done a 14-page and a 4-page glossy that gives you this history. I will send you the 4-page Glossy free. Uh, and I got one and well, Milt just handed me one. And it's just list after list. Reagan is the one that, you know, made, uh, I think it was Martin Luther King's birthday legal while Democrats were fighting for that not to happen. They were filibusting it. And uh, you didn't know Martin Luther King, uh, his family. They made a switch, but they start out. They were Republicans. Well, I've got this four-page glossy by Francis Rice. And if you call my offline number, and I'm going to give it to you as soon as I hang up, but I, I noticed you said you love the show, so I'm glad you listened. And, oh, you uh, know I do. Saturday morning just to hear you. Uh, well, listen, God bless you. When, when, when I hang you up, I'm going to give that number. Okay? Thank you, sir. All right, now. For the four-page four glossy, uh, it's 734-487-5673. Eight. One more time. Seven three four four eight seven five six seven eight. Hey, I listen, I tell you, if you would like to perpetuate the things that we're doing here on Joshua's Trail, ten thousand dollars and we'll be through with our spring summer fundraiser. And if you could send that most generous donation to the National Black Pro Life Congress, uh we would certainly appreciate it. Uh, so um Seven three four four eight seven five six seven eight is the phone number, and the mailing address is Post Office Box nine eight one zero eight four, Ypsilanti, Michigan four eight one nine seven. So again, uh, Post Office Box nine eight one zero 
Ypsilanti, Michigan, 48197. Hey, there's a line open, and we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We'll go to the phones. We've got to finish up Elijah Cummings' yeah. um, you know, statement about all that. Uh, it was the Democrats. It was the Democrats. Bull Connors was a Democrat. It was his dogs that were biting black people. Mm. You know, when, when John Lewis walked across the bridge, it was Democrats knocking him across the head. When they were filibusting the 1964 and 65 civil rights legislation, it was Al Gore's daddy who was filibusting one of those measurements to give the rights to vote. And this is 1964 and 65, my brothers and sisters, and I remind you again that uh, all the way up, the people who were fighting to keep black people enslaved were the Democrats. Mm. And when they found out they couldn't do it with the rope, because you know the Ku Klux Klan, that's documented too, was a branch of the Democratic Party, LaRon Bennett. I haven't read that in a little while. Maybe I'll pull it out in my rolling library, and I'll read it on the second half. LaRon Bennett, the premier, eminent, uh, well, what what do you call it, emeritus, historian emeritus Emeritus. of the Johnson Publication Empire. Well, his book, Before the Mayflower. I think when I come back on the second half, I haven't read that for a long time. I'm going to read you his observation. But, hey, one line open, one 800-923-9385. We'll be right back. Where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand. 